said we're coming to the Holy Land. We said we're coming to Israel. We said we're coming to show solidarity. We're showing what brotherhood and sisterhood is all about. We said we're coming with our Jewish unity initiative. And sure enough, here we are. Here we are in the old city of Jerusalem. We're better to start this trip than in the old city of Jerusalem. Yesterday, the big talk in the town was the kosher halftime show. That was the big talk in the town yesterday. And according to our good uh, staff member and friend, Yoni Pollock, we're exceeding 10,000 views already in a short period of time that Leap's big video has been up. But we leave the United States after all the talk of the kosher halftime show, and we, uh, we embark on a mission that's even more important, that's even more significant, and that is our Jewish unity initiative to Israel. And how do we know? How does someone like myself and Miriam L. Wallach and other staff members know that this is an important mission? Because Simon Jacob is here. And if Simon Jacob is traveling with us, you know it is an important Jewish unity initiative. Remember, he was with us during Operation Protective Edge. He was with us in the Tseva Dome. He was with us down in Stay Road. Remember, he was with us in Paris, the symbol of the uh, outside of Israel Jewish unity initiative. And he's here with us today. He's here with us to uh, show his uh, appreciation and his love for what we do on the air for the Jewish people around the world. And today is a very, very special day. We are live on this first of three broadcasts. We, uh, we went to Mr. Abe Banda of Pomegranate. I can't imagine even in the old city that people don't know about Pomegranate. We went to Mr. A. Band and we said, Mr. Band on Rosh Chodesh Adar Aleph, on the day of Mishanichnas Adar Marbim B'Simcha, we want to increase not just the Simcha, not just the joy. We want to increase the brotherhood and sisterhood among the Jewish people. Today is Rosh Chodesh Adar Aleph. And sure enough, about six minutes after we walked into his office with this proposal, he said, go. Go do it. Go and continue your holy work to display care and concern for our brothers and sisters in Israel and in other parts of the world. And I'll tell you in a moment where we are. People are probably curious, especially if they're watching on the video. They're probably curious, where are we? How did we get such a location? I'll reveal that in a minute. So, Mr. A. Band and everybody at Pomegranate, when you go to Pomegranate, please, please make sure to mention when you shop there how appreciative you are that they took this initiative to join our initiative. because It's because of them, because of him and because of them, that we're able to embark on this mission, to be in Yerushalayim today. Part of this broadcast was pre-recorded at Shariafo. You know why? Because Shariafo is one of those places that has been infamously in the news recently. In fact, where we're broadcasting from right now uh, has also had its share of, of a negative episode recently. And we are here to remind everybody that even in the midst of difficult news and difficult episodes that are happening in Israel. There is so much incredible splendor and wonder here. There is so many wonderful things happening here on a daily basis. It's such an incredible feeling being here. That's issue number one, and that's the first part of our Jewish Unity Initiative for February of 2016. Part two is very simple. Just like we urged you to go to the web and watch the Kosher Halftime Show and watch it as often as possible over the last few days. 
Just like we've been, just we, just like we encourage you to do so, we have another very important initiative to encourage our audience, and that is to travel to Israel. Come here today, like we did, and if it can't be today, schedule it for tomorrow or next week or the week after. Be here for Purim. Be here for Pesach. Schedule your trips for the summer. Make sure you send your children for the summer when possible, and certainly. Certainly do what you can, whatever in your power, to do, to do as we are doing in our family, making sure to send our children to Israel for 5777, the upcoming school year starting this uh, September, October. Let us make sure, as I always like to say, that the corridor of activity between the United States and Israel continues to be strong. That's the message. That's message number two from the old city and the holy city of Jerusalem. That's message number two. And by the way, I pointed out uh, when Mr. Banda visited our studio that he was just in Israel for a simcha. Otherwise, he'd probably be here with us whenever we discuss these types of things with him. He likes to participate with us. But in uh, this case, he was just in Israel for a simcha. So do like he did. Do like we're doing right now. Find the time to visit Israel. You walk around. You do not feel, and this is not to minimize anything that went on, or goes on here, but you do not feel the situation that the worldwide media continues to focus on. You just don't feel it. You feel incredible splendor and glamour of being a member of the Jewish faith and being somebody who is uh, so close to the one above by being here in the Holy Land. Now, where are we? Where are we? That's the big question. Well, those of you who are watching on video, it may be obvious already. Uh, we are on the porch of Eishat Torah in Jerusalem. Now, uh, how do I put this? Uh, Jerusalem has many wonderful sights. Uh, Jerusalem has many wonderful views. Jerusalem has uh, many different angles where you could see some incredible things, whether it be Harabayat, the Temple Mount, the Kotal Maravi, the Western Wall, and many, many other places. To be in a place which might be arguably, and I have to say arguably, sorry to the people at Aish, but if I don't say that, that, that qualifier is going to save me. If I don't say that, who knows what kind of trouble I'll be in. Arguably the absolute best place to do a show. Uh, right behind us is Harabayat. Look at that. There it is. And ZK has the camera focused on it. Right behind us is Harabayat. Right behind us on this glorious day, and it's a glor. I don't know what the weather's like in New York and New Jersey. I know they were expecting some type of snow showers, and I apologize for bringing that up if you're having a rough morning moving around with your car and kids. But here on this Tuesday afternoon in Jerusalem, it's absolutely glorious. And sure enough, from the porch of Eishat Torah, one of the landmark institutions not only of Jerusalem but of the entire Jewish world, is one of the most remarkable and incredible sights you've ever seen. So this is a good place to start this trip. And we know that this trip's going to take us to places like Tel Aviv. It's going to take us to places like the Gush. It's going to give us an opportunity to do some web programming from some fun places that we enjoy visiting. And uh, and here we are. Uh, Jerusalem has called us, and we've answered the call, and I'm proud to say we have. A lot of people have made this trip possible, and we are going to go into detail about some of them coming up. We also remember... And please remember this. This is such an important part of the Jewish Unity Initiative. One of the, uh, one of the components of the Jewish Unity Initiative, and a very, again, a very important one, is that we celebrate Jewish life wherever we are. 
we celebrate and acknowledge, especially today on Rosh Chodesh Adar Aleph, the happiness, the joy that the Jewish people get to get to experience, especially in a place like this. And to that end, I am so glad that our friends from FDD Productions, led today by a gentleman named Ohad, who is with us in Paris and knows what a Jewish Unity Initiative is all about, will be here to entertain and inspire us today. Because today is not just to focus on what's been happening in Israel the way the media sees it. Today is a day to focus on the joy, the incredible joy of being a member of the Jewish faith, especially here in Aretz. So there you have it. We are here with a great team. Miriam Alwalik is here. ZK, of course, is behind the board. Yoni Pollock is here. Uh, I want to thank uh, Mayor Kruder of Kruder Photography, who seems to be following us everywhere. There are more pictures of me walking into Shar Yafo than I've ever had in my life. And at the age of six, I remember him snapping away. It didn't get as many as today. So thank you. And thank you to everybody who's uh, made this possible. And, of course, as I said, the person who has been most outspoken about how important our initiative is, probably the most outspoken listener on this issue, is Mr. Simon Jacob, and he is here enjoying the view. Moments ago, I thought Simon was actually enjoying watching the show emanate from Jerusalem. Then I noticed he's actually looking at the view behind me of this incredible shot of Harabayit uh, with the Kotal Amaravi right in front. We David Mincha here on this Rosh Chodesh Adar Aleph minutes ago. What an exhilarating feeling. Nobody asked what direction do you have to David in. They all, they all knew. Did you ask you to dance, did you? Even you knew, didn't you? Even I Even knew. you knew. Mary Mel Wallach had no, had absolutely no uh, uh, trouble finding Harabayat. That's how, look at the video. Look at it. Where can people see it right now? NachumSiegel.com? Go to NachumSiegel.com, look at the video, and you'll see exactly what we mean. So we've been to Israel many times, but this is a little bit of a different one. This is a combination of solidarity, brotherhood, and sisterhood. Uh, looking back at some of the things that have been going on here, including here at Asha Torah, which we'll discuss, and in addition, celebrating Jewish life in a place that deserves to be celebrated more than any other place, and that is the holy city of Jerusalem and right here in the state of Israel. More coming up. Keep it here at 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live. In the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, under the direction of Stan, who's in our studio this morning, and broadcasting live from Israel, from Aisha Torah. Look at this, Harabayat right behind us. I can't resist, I can't resist turning around and seeing the incredible Temple Mount and thinking of thousands of years of Jewish history and how lucky we are to be on this spot at this very moment. How lucky do you feel right now to be on this spot at this very moment? I'm actually pretty speechless right now. It is a speechless yeah. experience. It is uh, one of the it most. Doesn't look like Grand Street, boss. <laughs> no, you prefer this. You prefer uh, where Rabbi Berg gets to work every day in Aisha Torah, compared to where we work every day. We in come New York to Rabbi City. Berg's home, and he's not here. Yeah, we miss him. A lot of great people here. We'll meet some of them. We miss Rabbi Berg, who was. Uh, what was his reaction when you first said we want the Jewish Unity Initiative to begin at Aish? <laughs> Tell us what you need, and, and it'll be done. Well, was, they, they've, been, they've been very gracious here. So far, they've been extremely gracious, and we thank them very, very much. More coming up. It's JM in the AM live from Jerusalem. I, I barely want to go back to the music. I want to keep talking about this incredible scene and talk about this incredible mission.
And did you notice? Did you see this on the video, ZK? Did you notice that we have some of our most swag, right? Most prominent items that have ever been distributed right here in front of us, in front of the in front of Harabayit, and we even have, I am told, items from the pomegranate establishment in Brooklyn, New York. Is that true? Not only is it true, but Mr. Banda also gave us a couple of sweaters, which <laughs> seem a little superfluous on a day like today. But, um, hey, it's Israel. We may need them. It's February. It's glorious. May need them coming up one of these days. It is glorious. All right. Uh, more coming up at JM in the AM. Thanks for joining us, everybody. The Jewish Unity Initiative has arrived in Israel. We are very, very proud. I knew it would be an incredible experience introducing this show and these three shows. I never realized how emotional and spiritual it would be. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM. open desert tent history's children in every event are looking for a way to lighten up their load and brighter than the sun you shine Jerusalem you're on my mind you lift my soul you echo the divine Providence that guides us so that we may teach and all may know the hand that they admonish or reward has given us this holy space, Jerusalem. To you I turn and trace my steps back to you now again. Jerusalem is calling, Jerusalem is calling.
One of the songs we love playing when we get to the holy city of Jerusalem, it's Diaspora with Jerusalem is Calling. You're listening to JM in the AM. My name is Nahum Siegel. We are in Jerusalem at Asha Torah. How long has Asha Torah been on this spot? How long has Asha Torah been on this spot? Seven years? It's seven years? Why did I think 70? <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. You know, certain it's got to be more, no? How many years is Aisha Torah on this spot? Simon will find out for us. It's one of those uh, situations where I, I'm thinking like 20, 30 years, right? Almost 40 years. I misunderstood someone's hand signals. It looked like seven. It was actually 40. Almost 40 years on this spot. How long has the reunification of Yerushalayim been? 49 years, right? 1967 is 49 years ago. That was the yeah, That was the reunification of Yerushalayim. Within ten years, Aisha Torah is founded on this spot. Does that make sense? Oh, right next door. Oh, okay, founded right next door. Yeah, you'd think I would. You'd think I'd wait until someone from Aisha Torah was actually on the air <laughs> to ask them these questions. Anyway, um, for someone like me who said I shouldn't be laughing this close to Harabite, I should be careful. You think I made that up? I don't think I made it up. I once heard that somewhere. Why don't you ask somebody? I should ask somebody who's yes. actually here the entire time. Right. right. We are visitors. How long have we been to H? About 25 minutes. I can't imagine you there are people who have been here somewhere. I can't make jokes. That's true. That would be, that would be that bad. Would be, that's why See, I look what I just did. That's why I haven't let you say a word so far. <laughs> that's true, by the way. Anyway. Um, Thanks. So here we are, and I want to wish a mazel tov to Yitzchak Kaplowitz on his bar mitzvah. Mazel tov to his parents, Hani and Avi Kaplowitz. They're in Passaic, New Jersey, and if I remember correctly, the Koplowitzes have a lot to do with Bike for Chai. Mm-hmm. A lot to do with Bike for Chai. Love mentioning great causes on the air. They also, the Koplowitzes, very recently were involved in another very important chesed, and I thank them for getting me involved in it. Hey, you know who I just saw a minute ago? Binyamin Van. Binyamin Van is a student here at Aisha Torah. His father and I did a radio program together. What's 2016 minus... This one, is going to get ugly. I don't know if you want to do this. Minus 1,982. Okay. What is that? Anybody know? That would be 18 plus 16 is what? Carry 34? the one. 34 years ago, his father and I did a radio show together. He's now at Asia Torah. And you want to hear something funny? We mentioned how we opened the show talking about the Kosher Halftime Show. His sister was at the Kosher Halftime Show. That's true. With Cruder Photography. Working with Cruder Photography. Where is Mayor Cruder in Cruder Photography? What? Snapping away photos yeah, here. Yeah, he's... Uh, He's, he's lost? I, I'm sure he's not lost. He's, he's pro- super inspired no, is what he you is. You know what happens to these to these guys, these photographers. He's probably drawn to Harabayat. Exactly. It's possible. I, you know, by the way, did you notice that Simon Jacob, who every time he's been with us, has had his photographic equipment with him? Have you noticed that? Today, he did not bring his photographic equipment. He's just equipment. taking it in. Today, he's just taking in the sights and sounds of the holy city of the old city of Jerusalem. Is that interesting? We've never seen the last time we saw Simon at a Jewish. Because he can't bring his drone here. The last time we saw Simon at a Jewish Unity Initiative, he was in the balcony of the Grand Synagogue of Paris, That's true. taking pictures and and hugging everybody in sight. Well, he's hugging people. And he's hugging people Literally again. Hugging people he's now. reuniting with people and hugging them here. He's the official hugger. Anyway, so so today it's a little different. Today he's taking in all these sights and sounds. We have a lot of people to thank. I mentioned a lot of people to thank. We start with Mr. A. Benda and everybody at Pomegranate 
for making sure to present the February 2016 edition of the Jewish Unity Initiative here in Israel. As we remind everybody that our brothers and sisters are sometimes in precarious situations, and we better, we better continue to show our care and concern. And secondly, we want everyone to travel to Israel as soon as possible. Get your trips on the calendar. If you can't do it, can't afford it or anything else, facilitate someone else's trip. Mm. Contribute toward. You know what we once did in our shul? This is going to sound crazy. Well, maybe it won't sound so crazy. Once that we, during one of the uh, stay road bombardments of, uh, you know, rockets, rockets. <laughs> we said it's terrible. Look, we can't all go to Israel right now. And, you know, let's, let's collect money and send one of our members. And not only will we send one of our members, we'll have an own egg that Friday night when they get back so they can report to us about what it was like so we could at least feel like we're connected. And that's, that's what we did. very cool. I got up. I got up during Shalashita's time. Everyone 100 bucks each. Sent the person on a three, four-day mission. They came back that Friday night, had an unbelievable oneg with beautiful pictures they had developed that they were able to show to everybody on Shabbos. And everyone... Pictures they had developed. <laughs> well, because, because, because on Shabbos you cannot utilize one of these mechanisms in order to sh- show pictures. I'm telling you, harabai, no good. Anyway, so yeah, they had developed them. The reason they had printed out pictures... Shkayach is right. There isn't that printed out pictures to show them on Shabbos. Anyway, just an idea. If you're not able to make it now, do that. Get someone to go. Keep people connected. It is a great idea. And I think I thought of it, which made me even happier about it. No no laughing. I want to thank Mr. Mayor Kruder of Kruder Photography who's here. And, of course, I want to thank Devorah and Yassi of Traveler's Choice, who, again, uh, pulled off every miracle in the book to make sure that we'd be on Monday's flight and be able to, number one, speak to everybody Monday in the JMNAM studios in New Jersey, and then Tuesday be here with this incredible sight behind us. You know, we were on a packed flight. Was it packed? Was there an empty seat on that flight? Not where we were sitting. Where I was, there was a lot of empty seats. Okay. No, it was kidding. totally <laughs> packed. Our flight yes. was completely the, packed. The, the, every section of the flight was packed. Eight Simon's months. yours was packed? With what was that, 7 p.m. Sunday night? Or 11 p.m. Sunday night? Does everyone 11 p.m. Sunday night? Um, Simon did the late night from JFK? Do you know how many missions there I didn't there call were? you last night because I figured you were gone by middle. 7. That's funny. I'm not even here. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Hi. Yes, go ahead. Um, there was not an empty seat. There were two full missions on the flight. Right. How many of them Jewish? Neither. Ours is a full mission. Okay. Five staff members? It's a full mission, no? Uh, these... Okay, this, these were not Jewish missions. Non-Jewish missions coming to Israel. Correct. I, I wonder if the people... Oh, oh thank did? God. Simon had a Jewish mission. I wonder. Oh, Rabbi Klippenhoff is here now. Also. That's right. Rabbi Klippenhoff is here from Livingston, Correct. New Jersey. In fact, we're we supposed to, to possibly try to, try to hook up with this group. Oh, I forgot. I do that. Please, let's take care of that. <laughs> I I'm will, you. right now. So it's funny because, because I wonder if the people in Jerusalem feel the, the wave of non-Jewish groups who are coming here to spend time in Jerusalem. Uh, in addition, obviously, to hoping that some Jewish groups come as well, but... Sometimes we're outdone. Sometimes we're outdone by non-Jewish groups who really keep their trips on the calendar and make sure to come. So a big thank. And they get it. Oh, do they get it? They get it. A thank you to Devorah and Yassi at Traveler's Choice. A big thank you to Travel Cell. That's how we're connected back to uh, the United States of America. If you need a rental phone for your next journey anywhere around the world, you want to make sure to head to uh, Travel Cell, TravelCell.com. And then we have a whole list of people to thank here at Aish including Rabbi Steve Berg and Kobe Weinbaum and Rabbi Yehuda Weinberg and Rabbi Gabriel Kleinerman and Avigdor Elk and Bradley Martin, everybody who's been so helpful 
and setting things up here today. We're at Eishat Torah. It's day one of our Jewish Unity Initiative. Thank you again to our friends at Pomegranate, Mr. Abe Banda, for uh, presenting our Jewish Unity Initiative. Ohad is going to be here performing. You know why? You know why Ohad's going to be here? Because the Jewish Unity Initiative is not just about precarious and difficult times for Jewish people somewhere around the world, in this case Israel. It's also about making sure to celebrate our heritage and the incredible and amazing concept of our tradition. And therefore, we're going to celebrate on this Mishanichnas Adar Marbim B'Simcha coming up at JM in the AM. Tzemed Darom is next. You're listening to JM in the AM live from Yerushalayim. We're at Aish with the incredible sight of Harabayit right behind us. We're on the porch of this magnificent facility. And you're listening to JM in the AM.
mention that we have an amazing staff that's with us here in Israel. I want to thank uh, Miriam L. Wallach and ZK, our chief engineer, and uh, Yoni Pollock. And I want to thank Elon Katz, who is the newest Nahum Siegel Network staff member. He hangs out here in the Holy Land, that lucky guy. Thank you. Where are you from originally? North Woodmere. North Woodmere. North? I thought he was from, like, North Florida. I didn't realize he was from North Woodmere. Um, and a big shout-out to uh, Jamie Turkell, our amazing staff member who's in the United States taking care of our social media and doing 400 million other things uh, in our absence. So thank you, Jamie Turkell. Social media, pay careful attention on Facebook to the Facebook update page, Nahum Siegel Network, on Instagram, Nahum Siegel Network, on uh, Twitter at Nahum Siegel Net. Pay careful attention to all of those. And um, we thank Mayor Kruder, who's here from Kruder Photography, for all of his incredibly hard work. The Jewish Unity Initiative continues and continues to grow. We'll meet some of the people from Asia Torah coming up next if you keep it right here at JM in the AM. Oh, 
selection from Mordechai Ben David uh, Vali Yerushalayim. Uh, if you're having any trouble watching our video at NahumSiegel.com, reload it. ZK says if you reload it, it's an even better video. Just reload the website and you'll see an even better video. Harabite behind us. The music is being set up. Gershon's here. Rummy's here. It's like a Paris reunion. Simon's here. He was in Paris. Um, Yoni's here. He was in Paris. Mary Wallach's here. I think she was in Paris. I don't remember. Uh, and by the way, could you believe, and I, wasn't this the line of the century that I had and I forgot to say it before? I experienced something today. How many, how many, um, meters are we from Harabayat right now? You guys must know this. How many meters are we from Harabayat right now? It's not part of the PR package. <laughs> we gotta make it part of it. I think it's a big, I think it's a big plus if you ask me. What are we, 300 we meters away? In Yushalayim we say a stone throw away. You'd be right in this case, in more ways than one. Um, alright, a stone's throw away. I guarantee you that in the days of the Holy Temple, nobody 
enjoyed a Fanta orange soda, a stone's <laughs> throw away from our mind like I just did. I guarantee. Am I right? I guarantee you. So a big thank you to my friends at Ace for providing it. We have two guests with us. Rabbi David Rossman is director of the Yeshiva here. Rabbi Yossi Freeman is COO of Aisha Torah. Welcome to both of you, and thank you both for welcoming us here. You bet it's our pleasure. And uh, as you mentioned before, Steve Berg is not here. Roy Berg uh, would have loved to be here. Oh, he would have loved to have been here for this. I'll tell you that much. So he didn't even have to miss the Super Bowl <laughs> over this one. Um, but in his place, you know, we'll, uh, we, we welcomed you uh, as he would. Well, you've welcomed us with open arms, and it's greatly appreciated. So many people, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, have seen your yeshiva from that vantage point. Today we see Harabayat and the Kotal Amaravi, the Western Wall, from this vantage point, where you get to see every single day. It must be, and I know that, you know, it's very cliche-ish, but nonetheless worth pointing out. It must be pretty remarkable coming to this every single day. It is, and, uh, you, you know, you live it a little bit through the eyes of the people that you bring here. You know, uh, you join right. Eshatora, and you become the coolest guy in the world, <laughs> you know, being this close to Harabais, but it really is this close. And I mentioned uh, to some of you guys before that uh, Rav Noah Weinberg used to say, you know, when people asked him, you know, how did you get a office that overlooks the Western Wall? He said, well, it's actually quite simple. Just create an organization that cares for every Jewish soul, and God arranges you an office to overlook the, uh, the Western Wall. Well, they did a good job on this one, that's for sure. And it is about 40 years, right? We it's were, about 40 we, years that they're here. They started off an apartment in the old city. Right. Then the, the building was built in the early 90s, and then about eight years ago, almost, we moved into this, uh, this new facility. And you know what's funny? It seems every time I hear any news, there's always more news, more things being built, more projects being undertaken. Rabbi, what do you say? Things are rolling here. <laughs> they <laughs> certainly are. There's, there's always something new that's happening. Yeah. Today I was told that there's actually a museum that's being built inside the building. Yeah, over the next, uh, next year, hopefully, they plan to start. It's going to be a three-story museum. Wow. Um, High-tech, touch, modern about the history of the Jewish people and the impact the Jewish people had on, on the world. And they hope that all the visitors of the Kotel will end up coming through this beautiful building and be inspired. It's important to mention, Achim, that even if the, the, the museum is not open, but you yourself got a little bit of a preview this morning, and we welcome everybody who would like to come get that same preview. Yeah, look, this is, uh, you know, this is just remarkable. And, and we, have, we haven't even mentioned all the Israeli flags that are flying all around us, the Jewish pride, the Israeli pride. The, the, it just, it's, it's one big collective. And I must say, and I noticed this earlier when I saw a variety of groups walking through this area, Thank God it's Jews and non-Jews alike who really appreciate it. You, you really see the world here. You don't just see a part of the Jewish world or the Jewish world. You see the world gather in this place. Yeah, and it's, it's very important also because the world needs to see the, the impact that the Jewish people yep. have had on the world and the history that we've gone through. The world should see it. You know, we're just a small percentage, you know, so uh, we definitely, definitely experience that and uh, welcome everybody. All right. I'm sorry, Rabbi. Yeah, Rav Noach used to say that being blessed with such a building makes that it's not Eshet Torah's building, it's uh, the Jewish people's building. It's really Kal Yisrael's building. Yeah. You know, this is, uh, I mean, we're waiting for Kal Yisrael's real building, yeah. <laughs> which will hopefully be right behind us soon. Uh, not, not funny, you know, we, we do wait and wait anxiously, and Jews around the world wait very anxiously every single day. But till then, this is quite a remarkable building for Kal Yisrael. Uh, you know why we're here. Uh, we're here because um, uh, there are some very, there's some really amazing people 
in Brooklyn, New York, uh, led by Mr. Abe Banda, who felt it was important that we bring our Jewish Unity Initiative to Israel. And do so before Purim, before Pesach. We, of course, had a very successful event in Paris. It was a little strange that we concentrated so much on the diaspora and didn't come to Israel after Sukkot when things started getting a little tense over here in Israel. And we are here today to emphasize the positive. We're going to celebrate. We have instruments, and we have, uh, on this Rosh Chodesh, Adar Aleph. We have musicians. We have a great singer coming. Because the Jewish Unity Initiative really is to emphasize the positive experience of being Jewish. But we know, just like we were at Chariafo, and we're going to get to some of those interviews soon, we were at Chariafo earlier in the day, and that has become a place where people have heard in the news that incidents have occurred. We also know that Aisha Torah suffered a terrible loss. Six weeks ago, according to the notes that were handed me this Friday, is six weeks since Rabbi Ruvain Burmacher was murdered in the old city, I assume, right? It was a stabbing in the old city? Yeah. It's right outside Chariafo. Right outside Chayafa, where we were earlier. He finished giving shear at 12.45 a.m. And he was simply... P.M. PM sorry. And he was walking in the afternoon outside of Chayafa? 25 minutes later on his way home. Where we were, right outside. It, it could have been right in that area. Um, we did not know until this terrible episode that there was a Spanish program in Aisha Torah. Um, I assume, and again, I guess it sounds silly, you know, because uh, what else could it be? But I assume you're attracting st- Spanish-speaking students from around the world who need their own direction yeah, from have, different uh, rabbis. We have a program with students from Mexico, Brazil, Argentina, uh, Costa Rica that come to learn in the yeshiva. Um, ironically, the day that Birmacher was murdered, we were supposed to have 150 students from Argentina that, where Birmacher was from. And they were nervous that they would cancel the trip because of what's going on. And every single one of the students came, anyway, to come learn in yeshiva, to, to learn at Aish, to experience what's going on over here. And, uh, yeah, it's a very strong program of Talmudim learning throughout the year, small, small trips, very, very powerful. Now, uh, you know, unfortunately, that if we went ahead and dedicated a good amount of time each day to every fund that has been established to help orphans that have been left because of stabbings recently, unfortunately we would be able to spend a lot of time on that. In this case, and, and I'm not saying we shouldn't or that we don't, when opportunities present themselves, we do. In this case, Rabbi Biermacher left a family, correct? Seven children. Seven children. There is a fund available. Explain to our audience how they can participate to help this very special family. Okay. Um, one of our students, actually, in the postgraduate uh, program, started a website called causematch.com. Causematch? Causematch, one word. Causematch.com, which is a, a fundraising platform. And he donated all the services, all the time, et cetera, for the, for the program. And to this day, I think as of this morning, we've already raised uh, $400,000 uh, for the family to help with their many, 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 many needs. And that continues. And that's still going, yeah. Causematch.com. <coughs> you could help the Biermacher family. Uh, and the seven children who are left, and everything we heard and read about him was so special. And I knew, you knew him, so it must be, you know, like, I mean, you could probably speak for hours about yeah. him. But everything we heard about him, and, and you want to know something else? It, it seems that, that his story is duplicated in so many wonderful yeshivot in Israel. There's so many great rabbeim out there, so many wonderful people who are guiding students, whether from Spain or Spanish-speaking countries or so many other countries around the world, and who are giving their attention and raising wonderful families. I like to say, and again, the word like in quotation marks, or I should say I often say, that the enemy seems to be getting the best of our people. We see who, just in the last couple of weeks, the people we've lost. 
And here again, in this case, right, Biermacher is a perfect example. You know, uh, Rabbi Rossman can tell you that, uh, unfortunately, there are many, we call them the hidden treasures of Jerusalem. Right. There are so many people that are just teaching students who are coming to be inspired. And unfortunately, we only hear about some of them when tragedies like this take place. But Rabbi Rossman, running the Bismarck, can tell you that whether it's the French program or the Spanish program or the English-speaking program, they have so many of these hidden treasures around, and uh, Rabbi Biermacher was one of them for sure. So what is age? How many students from where? What kind of programs? What do they do all day? Well, what is age? So we have a whole ra- whole wide range of programs. As you heard, there's a Spanish program and a French program where they're learning all day long. Are there hundreds of students here every day? Yeah, we have a couple hundred students. Every day. Is there a dormitory? A few dormitories. uh, Packed. Dispersed throughout the old city? Yeah, pretty close right here. That's one of the there's a lot more going on here than we think, and we think there's a lot going on, and there's and a lot more going on. I should on. even point out here we have a seminary. Uh, you know, we, there isn't there almost isn't a seminary or yeshiva that is not touched by age programming throughout the year because there's, there's treasures to be had from. Well, where is this group species. from? Well, can ask them. Where is this group from? Where? What is Chedvas Beis Yaakov. Chedvas Beis Yaakov. I assume that's in Yerushalayim. Chedvas Beis Yaakov, which I'm visiting Aish today. Right, you in Discovery today? Yeah. Very nice. So the full, full day programs for every yeshiva and seminary of students that are studying here for the year. Um, and this is the downtime of the year. In the summer, the summer January, we have thousands of students right. coming to birthright. And Do you still have, well, it's funny you mentioned birthright. Is it still conceivable that somebody shows up in Israel for the first time in their lives and 24 hours later walks into Aish and just, you know, takes in a few weeks of Torah education here? Yes. That still happens. Still happens. Uh, and it's not a myth, and it's not one of these stories, and it's not one no. of these and actually that's tall a, tales. And it's on entry level, meaning when you walked in today <laughs> to the building, yeah. all day, every day, classes going on. Students end up in a class, and their lives change from there. That must be cool. We talk, we talk about being here in front of this site. It must be amazing watching people just walk in and say, hey, I'm thirsty for some Judaism. Could you guys provide me? Well, they say three things, location, location, <laughs> location, and, yeah. and that's how students make it here and uh, become transformed. For that reason, is Shabbos extra special here? Will you meet a lot of people on Shabbos who are visiting on Friday night or Shabbos day if, you know, during their yeah, time? Yeah, we, yeah, Shabbos is incredible here. Uh, we pick people up from the cultural sometimes, not as much as it used to be. Most right. of the p- students are in programs already. Uh, but many, many trips spend their Friday night dinners in, in the banquet hall downstairs and uh, hear classes from Aish Torah. Right. I remember recently a Hasidish family told me they made it from Friday night at the Kotel into Aish, and they said they became Bali Tshuva. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. Uh, right. David Rossman is director of the yeshiva here. Rabbi Yossi Friedman is COO of Aish Torah, and this is one remarkable place. Um, we mentioned it by Ruben Biermacher. He was murdered six weeks ago, one of the stabbing victims of this uh, year 5776, which has seen some horrific episodes, as we know. We are not concentrating on those today, but we're acknowledging them because we want people to know that we're here with a Jewish Unity Initiative to remind everybody about the care and concern that we have to have for our brothers and sisters when they're in a situation like this. And we're encouraging everybody to come and visit Yerushalayim and visit Israel, wherever you wish. And uh, knowing that Rabbi Biermacher was a Rebbe in the Spanish program, uh, that might, uh, and touching students from around the world, Spanish-speaking world, it might entice you to support his family through the special fund that's been set up. And that fund, again, is? Causematch.com. Causematch.com. And that's slash H Rabbi. Slash H Rabbi. Right, and you can find it on Causematch, and uh, you can donate through H.com as well. And... Uh, the fund, again, has been set up. You know, I should mention, Nachum, that next Thursday, we have a little boy, a teenager from Teaneck, who when he heard about this, he went 
restaurant to restaurant and store to store and, and, he, and, Eve. and raising money raising money for the for the family he's coming we're giving him the VIP tour of Asia introducing him actually to the Spanish program just him as uh, Yoni Levy from from Tina 13 year old 13 year old who took that type of response. got to teach him a couple of sentences in Spanish to, uh, <laughs> to say to the crowd that's one wonderful. is one is money that is <laughs> Well, look, at least the community's responded. The, the Biermacher family is, from what we've seen and read, uh, another one of those special Jewish families. At least the community worldwide has responded, thank God. A little silver lining in a terrible situation. Um, who, who has taken over a Biermacher's position? I assume there are others who deal with Spanish-speaking students. Yeah, we have, yeah. Few, we have uh, like five, six Rebeam right. in, in part of the program. Uh, gentlemen, thank you. You and your staff have been amazing to us so far. It's an incredible visit, a wonderful place to start uh, celebrating Jewish life here in Israel during our Jewish Unity Initiative and uh, continued success here with Aish. Thank you, Nachum. Rabbi David Rossman, Rabbi Yossi Friedman, wonderful to meet them in this forum here at JM in the AM. Uh, keep it here. We'll wrap up the hour with Aryeh Kunstler, and then we will continue with more coming up, including our interviews from Shari Yafo just a couple hours ago, and our Yeshiva League sports update on a Tuesday. We wouldn't want to uh, avoid that or forget to provide that for our listeners. We're in Israel, and uh, we are at Eisha Torah in Yerushalayim. And by the way, as an aside, if you haven't watched the Kosher Halftime Show yet, keep the numbers going up. Over 10,000 views so far. Go to the web and search Kosher Halftime Show 2016 for our performance with Lipa. It was pretty amazing. Arye Kunstler at JM in the AM.
Rosh Chodesh Adar Aleph. I never thought we'd find so many great Yerushalayim selections. Aye Kunstler wrapping up the hour. It's hour number one complete from the old city of Jerusalem. We're at Eishat Torah. That's where our Jewish Unity Initiative has begun. And you're listening to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 and the FM Dial Broadcasting Live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Uh, broadcasting live here in Israel today from Eishat Torah and the beautiful porch overlooking Harabayit and the Kotel Amaravi. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course on the NSN app. You can see the whole video right now at NahumSiegel.com. I want to thank Mayor Kruder of Kruder Photography, who's snapping away. I want to thank Devora and Yossi Leifer of Traveler's Choice, 212-868-8698. want to thank uh, everybody at Travel Cell for keeping us connected. If you need a rental phone for Israel or anywhere around the world, it's Travel Cell. And that's TravelCell.com, of course. Um, I want to thank Mr. Abe Banda and everybody at Pomegranate for presenting the Jewish Unity Initiative here in Israel with two very important messages, to say the least. One of brotherhood and sisterhood and one of travel to Israel to keep everybody focused on getting to the Holy Land as soon as possible. I want to thank the staff of Aisha Torah and everybody who's been so helpful and remind everybody to please continue to tune in all through the week as we do shows both on the web and on the radio from here in Israel. Tomorrow we're scheduled to be in Tel Aviv. We've chosen spots that have been in the news for negative reasons recently to highlight how incredible Jewish life is here, of course, in the Holy Land. We mentioned Rai Birmacher earlier. And for that, one of that's one of the reasons we're here at Asia Torah. All right, uh, ZK has a couple of interviews queued up that we did earlier this morning. Actually, not really earlier this morning; it's a couple of hours ago. At Sharyafo, Sharyafo has been in the news, Jaffa Gate, and we were standing at Sharyafo, um, conducting some interviews. First one is uh, with Dr. Peter Abelow, our wonderful friend, and Esther Ohana of Keshet, Israel. Uh, they both joined me at Sharyafo earlier today. This is what it sounded like. You're listening to JM in the AM. It's an Achim Siegel Network and JM in the AM, and we're here in the old city of Yerushalayim, right in front of Sharyafo inside Jaffa Gate. I want to thank our friends at Pomegranate, Mr. A. Benda, who's uh, presenting this incredible three days of solidarity with our brothers and sisters in Israel. 
he and his organization have gotten the message and understand how important this is to be here, to show everybody in Israel that Jews in diaspora are are caring and are concerned with what's happening here. And secondly, of course, to remind everybody how important it is to travel from the diaspora to Israel. And speaking of travel, we have the Vice President of Keshet Israel, Dr. Peter Ablo, with us. Welcome. Good Thank morning, you for being here. What a pleasure. And we have Esther Ohana. Esther is the uh, Director of VIP Programming at Keshet. A pleasure to have you here as well. Hello. Good morning. And look at this, right in front of Shariafa. How incredible is that? All right, let's start with tourism. What can you tell us? Uh, all we here in the diaspora, especially in North America, is that numbers are down, people are staying away. We know about episodes that have happened since Sukkot, including in places like this. What can you tell us about the, uh, the drop in tourism at the moment? Well, there's no question that the current climate here has had a dramatic effect on tourism. It is down. Um, but, Nachum, I would really begin by echoing your words that this is a time that Jews have to begin to sow solidarity in unprecedented numbers. Um, you know, people that are here are living each day, and we're living our lives normally, and we're looking to you in the diaspora and the Gola who are not yet here. So at least come, come for a weekend, come for a week, organize trips, and be here and show your solidarity with the Jewish people and with the land of Israel. We've chosen locations for this trip that are high profile, like where we're standing right now, and have made the news because of somebody the episodes that have occurred, it's sometimes hard to tell people in North America that these really are isolated episodes, that these are incidents that happen once in a while, and that generally, thank God, on a typical day, they could really enjoy their time in Yerushalayim and other places in Israel. Can you echo that for us and let us know just how incredible a place it is to visit? Um, look, that's absolutely correct, Nachum. The, um, the incidents make the headlines and grab the headlines and are intended to do exactly what they're doing, which is to cause fear and to scare people. Um, I don't like to play a numbers game, but if you think about it, in the four months, there have been under 30 people that have been killed. Right. Uh, again, it's, this is not a numbers. Every one is a life and every one is a tragedy. And there have been parents killed, children killed. Um, and nevertheless, in terms of the overall safety, life is going on as normal in Israel. As you can see, look around us. There are people walking in the old city right now. Um, those of us in the tourism industry are particularly sensitive to making sure that we're taking our groups to places that are particularly safe and that we're providing the protection to ensure that safety. Can't give 100% guarantee, but certainly our industry is doing everything we can to ensure the safety of people that are visiting Israel. Dr. Peter Abelow, let's switch to Esther Ohana for a moment. And Esther, you deal with these groups all the time uh, that the Dr. Abelow was just talking about. I assume they do express concern about security, etc., but you and your staff have a, a very calming effect, I'm sure. You're able to implement different things to make sure things go as smoothly as they should. Yes. Um, of course, groups are concerned. They hear the news, and if they're here at a time that things are happening, then they're even more concerned. Uh, but we take every precaution that we have to make sure that uh, the trips run as smoothly as possible, that everybody feels safe, and that they really are safe. And the groups feel it. The groups feel that we're really taking care of them. And we make sure that, we, you know, we, 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 we're always uh, we're connected to uh, the Army. We're connected to uh, all of the different authorities in Israel to make sure that we know ahead of time what, where we should be going, where we shouldn't be going, adding on security guards when we need to just to get, you know, for the touring in the old city, just to make them feel safe. And um, I don't think we've had a group that's left here and said we didn't feel safe during the trip. Is it hard to convince groups now to schedule trips, or are you still able to keep many on the calendar? It's more of a challenge than it is during regular times. Um, some groups are more, you know, they're, they're, they're scared, and they, from, from America, it looks as if, you know, we're in the, you know, the, the things are happening all the time. Right. And, That's the way and it looks to us. It, yeah, the, the news is, is worse than the, than the reality. 
And uh, people come here, and the first thing they say is, wow, it's really nice and calm here. It really doesn't look like we're in the middle of a war zone. And people walk around the old city, and they see that people are walking around freely. I just saw a tour group walking through Jaffa Gate a few minutes ago. And, you know, everything, life is like normal here. It's just what the news is trying to show uh, is that everything's crazy and everything, you know, things are happening at every second, and that's not how it is. So, yes, it takes a little persuasion, and it takes uh, uh, reassuring them that we're taking care of their safety. But once they're here, they, they don't feel... How significant is it to you that we use this as a backdrop and use the entrance to the old city as a place to conduct this conversation? I love it. I love it. <laughs> I think it, 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 it's showing what you want to show and what we want to show. This is a place that everybody in America says, wow, this is a scary place. But right. we're standing here in the middle of the old city, Jaffa Gate, where there has been a few issues since the beginning of the, this this uh, period of time and um, and we're standing here freely people are walking around and it's a perfect place to do it and it shows that we're not scared we as Israelis you are not scared and nobody else should be scared how do people get information about Keshet Israel um, on our website www.keshetisrael.co.il and if they're interested in boutique unique programs business programs wine culinary and any other unique trips then it's www.innovationnation.co.il all right and you and your organization and all your wonderful colleagues around the country are doing their best to keep more and more people coming to israel which is the most important thing that's our goal dr ablo please um, I, I just want to add one word to Esty's eloquent to uh, explanation just now of what the reality is. Every group that has come, and thank God groups are continuing to come, there are fewer of them, they are smaller, but every group that has come has left Israel euphoric about the experience and in truth has been part of our marketing because anybody feeling. who's hesitant, I say, call Rabbi X, call somebody who's just on this trip, right. find out how they felt. And, and that probably, if you have any hesitation, do that. Call somebody who's just been here and you will hear firsthand from someone, you know, we might be accused of having an agenda. Right? We do. We want you to come to right. Israel. It's also our parnasa. <laughs> but, but talk to people who came with no agenda other than just to be here and enjoy and, and, and feel the beauty and the magnificence of the country. And you will get, I am sure, a 100% consistent report of how safe they felt from the moment they landed until they left and how wonderful it is to visit. So the I hope always, that's the message that resonates. And Esther wanted to add. One last thing. Um, anybody who's interested in doing a solidarity, this is the time to come and oh, show yeah. your solidarity to Israel. Contact us. We'll be really happy to put together a solidarity trip to come show solidarity to Israel, make the Israelis feel that people care about them here, and come see for yourself how safe and how beautiful Israel is. Thank you, Esther Ohana. Thank you to the ever younger looking Dr. Peter Abelo. Uh, my name is Nahum Siegel in front of uh, the uh, Jaffa Gate, Shar Yafo, in the old city of Yerushalayim. This is JM in the AM. Yeah, that's right. We were there at Shar Yafo. Could you imagine? We were brave enough, courageous enough to be standing in front of Shar Yafo. He says tongue in cheek. Simon liked that. He liked that reference. Who's our number one Jewish Unity Initiative supporter? Tell me right now. I don't have a mic. Microphone. Hey, Who's our number go. one Jewish Unity Initiative fan? Right Simon now. Jacob. This guy gives us chizuk. Where is Mayor Kruder? <laughs> Take a photo of Mr. Simon Jacob and his wonderful nephew at the show right now. The greatest, greatest fans of the Jewish Unity Initiative. By the way, Simon makes me wish I had transition lenses right now. His glasses keep switching back and forth. It's super cool and actually helpful. Um, all right, we'll do our Yeshiva League sports update coming up. want to wish a mazel tov to Yitzchak Kaplowitz on his bar mitzvah. Mazel tov to Chani and Avi Kaplowitz. They're in Passaic, New Jersey. Mazel tov to all of us, or I should say from all of us here. 
at JM in the AM. And Michael Import of Staten Island, a big shout-out to you. Michael Import, Staten Island, shout-out to you. That's it. Guess what? David Fadida <laughs> has shown up. That's it as well. Hello? To his left? I am not, annou- I'm not announcing who our special on. guest star is yet. I'm not announcing him. I'm not making it official yet. The family's back together. Nobody, That's all I have nobody, to say. Nobody cares if Adidas here, but the <laughs> him they're going to care about. The team is back together. I mean, when was the last time I smiled this much? Okay, hello? I'm trying to think. I don't remember, Frank. You're here, right? I guess when you saw when you saw them in Paris, That's I guess. That's true. That was the last time. It's a party. It's a party. ZK, we have another interview that was just conducted at Sharyafa. This right. is Jaffa Gate from earlier today. Before our Yeshiva League Sports Update, let's go to our special friends from JNF and speak with Ariel Cutler. You're listening to JM in the AM. We are here at Sharyafo, and uh, we are here on our solidarity mission to Israel with two very important messages. One, that everybody out there should remember that our brothers and sisters in Israel are going through challenging times, and that we have to keep our care and concern at the utmost for them. Secondly, we're encouraging everybody to remember how important it is to travel to Israel and be here. And look who we found at Sharyafa, one of our wonderful friends, Ariel Cutler. Ariel is, of course, Director of Development for JNF America here in Israel. Ariel, welcome to the show. Thank you, Nacho. Great to be here in Yerushalayim at Sharyafa. Uh, your thoughts as we stand in Sharyafa, one of the high-profile places that have been the site of stabbing attacks and other negative news when this is such a positive and wonderful location. I think that it's uh, great to be able to come to Yerushalayim, to go to the Kotel, and you should all come and feel safe in our homeland, in Eretz Israel. And uh, the streets are full. I don't see the streets empty. Uh, there's definitely a heightened security, and we definitely feel a lot of solidarity missions coming to Israel and people who are coming uh, to show solidarity and support. And it's great you're here. So we thank you for coming. I appreciate that very much. Uh, in your role, and we've had an opportunity to speak with you many times, thank God, in your role you see the expansion of Israel. You see how uh, so many young people are moving to different areas of Israel and building them up and really taking the, uh, the topic and the concept of pioneering to an incredible level. We usually uh, associate pioneering in Israel with the 1920s, 30s, and 40s. Tell us how incredible it is now at the beginning of the 2000s. Well, it's incredible. You don't have to worry about uh, how long it takes your phone line or cable TV to be installed in your house. You have to worry about uh, the distance. It's far. It's far to go settle the Negev. It's far to go settle the Galil. And we're trying to make those distance closer. We're trying to make it more feasible for young couples, for people who are making Aliyah, Nefesh Benefesh, to go call the Negev and the Galil their home, to go live in Chalutza or up north in Carmiel. Uh, to call those places their homes. And, and they're the pioneers of the 21st century. They're the ones who are saying, I'm coming to Israel, I have the Chalutzi spirit, and uh, we're going to continue to build Israel in the 2016. So. We love how positive you are about everything going on in Israel. And believe me, we need to hear it. Are you aware of the fact that outside of Israel, we're sometimes inundated with negative news about what's going on in Israel? And these isolated episodes, like we alluded to earlier here at Chayafo, really take up the headlines. Life is not like that here, right? No, life moves on. My nephew uh, lives right outside of the old city and learns in the old city. He's here. He's in first grade. He's in the old city every day. My father-in-law walks to, to the hotel. I mean, yes, there's definitely a heightened alert. And I feel many uh, JNF supporters who are coming to Israel call me and say, Ariel, we want to volunteer. We want to do something. What could you set us up to help? Which is not, not normal, but definitely 
we feel it more than usual that people are saying, we want to volunteer, we want to make a difference, what can we do on our trip here to Israel? But uh, life goes on. Our missions are coming to Israel. Uh, our staff is all over. We are here. We're here to stay. We're n nothing's going to scare us away. After 2,000 years, we're home. So, <laughs> We have two very important messages on this trip. It's one of the ones you just mentioned, that's tourism, and that people should continue. People should continue and go ahead uh, traveling to Israel and touring Israel as much as possible. That's, of course, the first message. The other one is that we feel it's important through our Jewish Unity Initiative to just let people know when there's difficulties in this world, wherever they may be for the Jewish community, that other people are concerned, other people care. Do you think that people in Israel do feel a sincerity coming from the diaspora, that people do care and really are concerned? Yeah, totally. Totally. I think the best way to show that, show that you care and support Israel is to get on that airplane and to get off here and to come and walk the streets and spend a couple dollars buying a falafel or a, or a, or a, or a cafe hafuch, whatever it is, it, it's coming here. It's coming and saying we're not afraid. Uh, Israel means so much to us. And yes, we know you may be 6,000 or 9,000 miles away, but that we're part of the same family. And that even though you're in New York or Miami or L.A., you care about what happens here in Israel. You feel it, you know, we're after the Super Bowl. So it's kind of like you can't play football with your left arm if you, you, you hurt your right arm, right? So if something goes on in Israel, we know it pains you in the States, and we're happy that you care, and we're happy that, here, that you're here to show your support. We're glad that message comes through. Ariel Cutler, our wonderful friend, is with JNF, Director of Development for JNF America here in Israel, and we are here at Sharyafo, the Jaffa Gate in Jerusalem. Ariel, thank you so much. Thank you, Nachum. Shana, Bob, Yerushalayim. Let's Amen. make it this year. Amen. Tadarabah. Always great to see Ariel Cutler. Uh, thank you, JNF. Thank you to Jody Bodner setting things up. Uh, we have our incredible orchestra setting up here on the porch of Aish. Special guest star who will remain nameless for now. David Fadida is here, but the special guest star will remain nameless for now. And uh, we'll introduce him coming up. Yeshiva League Sports Update every single Tuesday, I'm proud to say. Yeshiva League Sports Update every single Tuesday here at JM in the AM. Things are heating up as the playoff season gets ready to roll. In fact, Elliot Weiselberg asked me to remind everybody that they're going to start their uh, Tuesday night coverage, live Tuesday night coverage of the postseason with encores on Sunday. It all begins tonight with court reports. A court report tonight is going to be live at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Again, it's going to be live at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And every Tuesday now during postseason, during playoff season, it will be live at 7 p.m. Eastern time on NahumSiegel.com. And uh, the encore will be on Sunday. Shiva League Sports Update. Here he is, Elliot Weiselberg at JM in the AM. Thanks, Nachum. Well, folks, that special time of the year is finally here. Yes, the postseason is upon us, but not without a last week of the season filled with several action-packed contests to whet our appetite for the next five weeks of competitive, hard-fought action. On today's edition of the Tuesday Morning Jam in the AM Sports Update, we recap the very best of the last week of the 2015-2016 regular season. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. Varsity basketball finished its season with over 20 games, including several games that would directly impact playoff seedings for both teams. The two most anticipated games on the week, however, would not be any of those matchups. Out West, the two top seeds in the playoffs, Heschel and Frisch, squared off for the second time this season. Heschel, the top seed in the West, would keep its run at an undefeated season alive, knocking off the second-seeded Cougars to complete the 14-0 regular season by the score of 49 to 41. Heschel's Ben Brandeis and Frisch's Andrew Langer led the game with 18 points each. 
The result of this game would not affect the playoff picture in the West. On the other hand, the East held its own similar contest as 13-0 DRS battled Hefter for the fourth time this season. Much like the other three, DRS was able to come away victorious 58-46 on the back of Gabriel Lifer's 31 points to also keep their undefeated season going. Unlike for the other three teams, though, the Hafter loss could prove to be very costly in terms of seedings, depending on the result of Flatbush's games this past week. Would the Hawks luck out with a Flatbush stumble, or has this loss cost Hafter a coveted buy slot? Tune into tonight's all-new episode of The Court Report on the Nahum Siegel Network to find out. In JV basketball, Hank defeated Shari Torah 54-22 to finish its season at 7-3 and and grab the last first-round home game spot in the East as the number 4 seed. The Hurricanes will take on number 5, Derek Hatora, an interesting matchup as it is the only one of the four first-round games where the home team did not defeat the away team in the regular season. Varsity and JV Hockey completed their seasons as well. JV Hockey's eight playoff teams worked out their seeding with wins by DRS and Frisch, catapulting themselves into the one and two spots, completing undefeated seasons with wins over Hafter and SAR respectively. Despite both teams being undefeated, this one was not determined by a coin flip, but by a new tiebreak format instituted this very season. To find out about the new system and its effect on the playoff proceedings, tune in tonight and I'll break it all down for you. Finally, in a game that was hopefully a harbinger of things to come, DRS and Hafter squared off in varsity hockey on Wednesday night in a masterpiece, each team needing one point to keep itself out of dangerous territory. For Hafter, a point would earn them the division crown. For DRS, a point would keep them from the dreaded play-in four versus five round. Each team needed a point, and each team got a point, as they would tie 2-2 two to two in what would be the only deadlocked game in the entire Varsity Hockey League this season. Andrew Giller and Jordy Hirschfeld scored for the home team Wildcats, while Gillard Kirstein nodded up the game with two second-period goals for the Hawks. For more in-depth analysis and coverage of the last week of the regular season and previews of the playoff week ahead of us, Tune into tonight's brand spanking new episode of The Court Report at 7 p.m. on the Nachum Siegel Network, NachumSiegel.com. And that was your Tuesday morning jam in the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg. All right, even during our Jewish Unity Initiative here in Israel, we make sure to get the Yeshiva League Sports on. And again, Elliot presents a brand new, fresh edition tonight, starting at um, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the stream. JMNAM.org, and of course on the NSN app that begins tonight. Uh, earlier we mentioned that causematch.com slash rabbi is dedicated to the memory of Ruben Biermacher. You can give money and support his family. It's Yair Levy of Tinek. Yair Levy of Tinek, who's going to be here in Israel and make a presentation uh, based on what he did um, uh, for this very special fundraising effort. So Yair Levy, Yashikach to you and to everybody out in Tinek, New Jersey. Well, Rabbi Goldwasser coming up. After Rabbi Goldwasser, we're going to uh, head to... Um, the musical portion of uh, Celebrate Israel here at the Jewish Unity Initiative. And we'll explain all of that coming up. A special guest is going to be joining us if you keep it right here at JM in the AM.
a.m. It's our Jewish Unity Initiative here in the Holy City of Yushalayim. Thanks to our friends at Eisha Torah. And a band, if you're looking at the uh, video right now, NahumSiegel.com, you're seeing one of the most incredible sights. Harabayat right behind us. Just amazing. We're here for these three days, courtesy of our friends at Pomegranate, Mr. A. Banda and Company. Thank you for making it possible. And a big thank you to Mayor Kruder from Kruder Photography, who's here with us. Devora and Yassi from Traveler's Choice at 212-868-8698 for making the trip possible in terms of our uh, travel to Israel on Monday. Thank you to Travel Cell, keeping us connected to the U.S., as they do for so many when it comes to the incredible uh, task of having a rental phone that works well back to the U.S. Thank you, Travel Cell and TravelCell.com. And thank you to our friends at the Inbal Hotel, the Inbal Again, our headquarters in Jerusalem. Thank you to the Inbal Hotel, the Inbal Again, headquarters in Jerusalem here at JM in the AM. Right after Rabbi Goldwasser, we're going to um, right after Rabbi Goldwasser, we're going to go to our special guest star who's here. We have a special guest star who is here to sing for us and to celebrate Jewish life, which is what our Jewish Unity Initiative is all about. Is everybody here ready for our special guest star? Listen to how enthusiastic a crowd we have here. I love it. Uh, we'll introduce that special guest star coming up here at JM. In the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echanishmas, Rav Zebin, Yosef Alevi, and Esther Basra, Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser on this Rosh Chodesh Adar Aleph with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. What a special day it is. We learn in Chazal, Mishanichnas Adar, Marbin Besimcha. When the month of Adar enters, we increase our joy. The Michta Melio says something very interesting. We have to think very much into this, to contemplate it. And to increase our joy, many levels. Because by our renewing our joy, on every level, it will greaten the level of of thanks and recognition that we realize that we have to have, of thanks to Hashem Yisparach, for all that we have in this world, to increase our love for Hashem and our love for our fellow man. Especially at this time, how important it is that Nachum Siegel has taken the program to Paris, France, to Eretz Yisrael, to the Holy Land. He is able to be ma'ached all Jews together, so we have a true feeling of achdus, that it increases our joy, our love for each other and our love for Hashem. The Mirtam says, We begin this Avodah on Rosh Chodesh Adar, the tremendous Avodah that's requested from us, and we continue in this Avodah of Ava of love, from day to day. We ask on this Rosh Chodesh Adar, Borcheinu Avinu, bless us our Father, bless us Hashem, Kulonu Ke'echad, all of us, like one, especially on a day like today, a day of great achdus throughout the world. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Chazak ve'amatz. Thank you very much, Rabbi Goldwasser. Rabbi Goldwasser's words always inspiring, and as he said, today's a day of Jewish unity. Rosh Chodesh Adar Aleph. Mishenichnas Adar Marbim Besimcha. We could not have planned this any better. 
to celebrate Jewish life during our Jewish Unity Initiative here in Israel on Rosh Chodesh Adar. We want to increase not just the Simcha, when we say Mishinichnas Adar Marbim B'Simcha, we want to increase the brotherhood and sisterhood, the unity, the solidarity. And we've brought a wonderful collection of people here to help us do so, help us celebrate here today. Uh, one of the top, the truth is he may be the top, but uh, I don't want to start getting into an argument about whether he is or isn't. One of the top producers in the <laughs> entire in the entire state of Israel. David Fadida is here. You want to put on your microphone or you don't want to join us? Shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom. Rosh Chodesh Sameach. Rosh Chodesh Adar Aleph. Nachon. Mishenichnas Adar Marbim B'Simcha. Marbim B'Simcha. And you love to provide Simcha to every time, everybody. Anytime, Always. Night and For day. Me, all, all the years. It's, it's always it's Simcha. Simcha. Yes. Weddings, Yom bar mitzvahs, concerts, Paris. Yes. You love yes. Simcha. Anytime. When Rosh you Shem. left the Grand Synagogue of Paris, you were in such Simcha. Our Jewish Unity Initiative had, did such, had done such wonderful things. You were Malay Simcha, am I right? Baruch Hashem. It was wonderful. And you've been doing a lot of Simcha here recently. Because aside from all the concerts and weddings, you introduced somebody to the Israeli and worldwide audience who has really brought a lot of Simcha, this young man, Uziat Sadok. Also, yeah. How many performances has he been doing recently? He's busy every night, right? Every night he's busy. Uh, every night, all the world. Everywhere. Yeah. Where has he been recently? Where, 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 where around the world? Does he leave? Is, does he seriously leave Israel? He doesn't leave Israel, does he? Has he left Israel? He's Has he? Where? Give me one place he's performed outside of Israel. Has he ever performed outside of Israel? In Paris? Paris. That was no. it? Oh, no. <laughs> that was it? That one night Nahum. with us? <laughs> I want to know where this young man is traveling to to perform. Tell me somewhere where he's been, or has it only been Israel? Has it so far only been Israel? And Paris, the one night we were there? New York. Has he been to New York? Yeah. Already? He's been to New York? Yeah. When's he coming to New York? I need to know this. Next, next three, three weeks. In three weeks from now, he'll yes. be in New York. Yes. We have the venue all planned. The orchestra, uh, the venue, everything's all planned. He means in Ding, no? Yeah, she, Ding is going to make she, sure it with happens. With Shia Mendelovic. With Shia yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. What is so funny about this conversation? Because you forgot that he was in Paris. <laughs> that is pretty funny, I must admit. I forgot for a moment he was in Paris. Did I introduce him that night? I forget. Did I, was my introduction okay that night? I forget. Anyway, uh, we have some special people here today. Uh, you brought along Gershon Freistadt, yeah. who's wonderful. He'll be on our, uh, he'll be in our makeshift band in a moment. Uh, have you seen the site? Have you seen overlooking the Kotel, yes. overlooking Harabayat? You see how beautiful it is? Unbelievable. We're going to add Gershon Freistadt to that view in a moment. Avrami Bash is here. Yeah. What's Avrami playing today? Is it saxophone? What's he doing saxophone today? Saxophone and flute in Arabic flute. Yes. Three different instruments. Yes. Uh, Avrami, come, come, come. Amazing. Come second. How is it that David Fadida found somebody who could play three Different instruments, I'd like to know. He, he played with Uziat Sadok, yeah. like Mizrahi style, right. you know? Middle Eastern. All, all the people come to him, wow, how do you know this? Yeah. It's, I tell him, how do you know? he's American, Ashkenaz, oh, he doesn't speak Hebrew, and he plays Arabic. Yeah, this Ashkenazi guy learned. Uzi actually taught me, he taught me how to play Arabic flute, because it's very useful in his style of music. People are surprised that this white-skinned guy knows how to do all this. <laughs> well, we learned something there about musicology. Not sure what, but we learned something. That's Avrami Bash. He'll be playing three instruments at once. See, everyone thinks it's a big deal 
that he plays three instruments. The real big deal is he does them all at the same time. That's the big deal. And our special guest star, ladies and gentlemen. Maestro, maestro, maestro. I introduced Gershon before. Gershon Freistein, welcome back. Great to see you. Thank you. Here he is, Gershon Freistein, on his, way to, on his way to Moscow or Leningrad, Gershon, wherever he's going. Smile, smile. It's Rosh Chodesh Adar. Rosh Chodesh Adar Aleph. Adar Aleph. It's Kilo Adar. Almost Adar. Like Adar wannabe. Yeah, it's semi-Adar. We're celebrating semi-Adar here in Yerushalayim. Uh, you'll be. You have one instrument you're playing today. That's correct. You're limiting yeah. yourself. Well, I got to take care of this guy also. So that's true. You have to deal uh, with Fadida. Yeah. You're not like the Bosch guy. He's playing three instruments. Right. You're doing one. <laughs> so thank you to Gershon Freistadt. And ladies and gentlemen, here we go. The big announcement. Joining us for our big and gentlemen, could you please head on over to the instruments? I'm. I'm he's starting right now. We're introducing him right now. Let's go, Gershon. I'm We're doing this right now, ladies and gentlemen. Here he is. One of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. When I walk into a wedding in the United States to do some announcing, and he's there as the singer, it makes my night. We always have the, the greatest time together. He knows how to be Misameach HaChassan and Kala. He knows how to do a great concert. Am I right, David? Am I right? Yeah. This guy knows how to do it. This guy knows how to bring Simcha to everybody. You know who it is, everyone? It's the one and only Ohad. Ohad is here. Hello, hello. Oh, right, head on over to the band. Let's go. Let's see what you got here in honor of you, Shalayim. Woo! So as we are here on this beautiful rooftop looking to the Kotel and Harabite, I have on my last CD, I have a song that was composed by Yassi Green. talks about the Hamas being in Yerushalayim. And this is it. This is it.
Unbelievable. Thank you. Unbelievable. There he is, Ohad. Unbelievable. Well, you did a good job. Not bad for what? For morning. Yeah, come on. You can't get away with that, Ohad. Everyone listening in the United States knows it's really afternoon for you right now. <laughs> but when you visit us at JM in the AM, it doesn't matter. 7.30 in the morning, you still sound great. Simon, wasn't that wonderful? You know, I came yesterday from New York, so I'm still on the... I heard you had a big uh, Saturday night gig in New York. We were together a Sunday for a massive wedding. We were talking about how you were just you were just visiting everybody. Can't keep up with Ohad's travel schedule, that's for sure. With Aaron. That's right. Okay. Look, um, I know that this is so cliche-ish and corny, but after all, how often do we get to have a scene like this? This is unbelievable. How is it to sing that song with that behind you didn't you hear the heart was like <laughs> it pours out huh? exactly, exactly it is unbelievable and there are wonderful venues and you and i have been to some great venues and there's something special about singing about a chassan and kala in a beautiful place where there are lovely chuppas and there's something very special about singing about being jewish in different areas of the world but this this is as this good is as priceless. it gets this priceless. is priceless that's priceless. for sure that's for sure oh i'd see here he'll do more for us coming up uh, there are people who are uh, extremely, um, how should I put this, not just satisfied, but really, uh, um, what's the word? Uh, they have really uh, gravitated toward your brand new CD. Very successful, thank God. So oh, congratulations on that. Thank you. And anybody who wants to, uh, anybody who thinks that you have uh, an opportunity to come to their wedding or bar mitzvah in the United States, it's not always so simple. Sometimes your schedule is so booked you won't travel outside of Israel, right? Um, it happens, but I'll do my best. Not in the next couple of weeks. Oh, no, the next couple of weeks you are around, right? Yeah, yeah. But I March, April is going to be tough. March, April, yeah. I'm, like, yeah. traveling every week. Tough schedule. My wife is not and kids are not happy. But this is, how I told you once. Now they're not happy? This is, this is <laughs> you didn't warn them 15 years ago? <laughs> this, this is my shlichut, you know, so uh, that's what I do. I'm a Sameach uh, Jews all over, all over the world. and But uh, I always like to come back home to right. Eretz Israel. And uh, certainly if you're coming to me, finally... You know, you're visiting my country. I got to hand it to you guys. <laughs> I really have to hand it to you guys because when we contacted you and said we're doing this whole Jewish unity initiative, and we wondered, you know, how seriously people would take it here. And it's obvious that you and David Fadida have taken this very seriously. Both hands. We For sure. Tomorrow hands. in Tel Aviv, <laughs> we're going to have some great people with us yes. who our audience will enjoy a lot. Yes. Thursday in the Gush, we're going to have somebody with us who the people at home are going to enjoy a lot. So thank you very much for that. So please listen. Yes, please listen make on your sure way, whatever you're on, driving, exactly. to work, please listen. Or in the I, archives, I won't be there, but Nachum will be there. Or later in the day, <laughs> or in the archives, listen as much as you can, please. There's so much great material coming out. And you know, and I said this to you uh, before we went to Paris, you know that there's now a concept that we have brought to the forefront called the Jewish Unity Initiative. Right. We're doing this to really bring two messages to the Jewish people around the world. One is when there's a difficult situation, Jews have to be concerned. And we know that you know there's been things in the news here recently. And the other one is uh, that people have to travel to Israel. Now, no complaints about you because, well, you live here, number one. Number two, you're always traveling to Israel. But we want people to really plan trips and get here as soon as possible, spend some money here, help the restaurants, help the 
tourism industry. It's so important. A lot of people don't realize it. Uh, you could speak to that, by the way. You know a lot of people in the industry who would benefit a lot if thousands of people would come and visit. Listen, this country needs as much support as they can get. I mean, as you said, the restaurants, the hotels, yeah. um, the gift shops, everything, everything, everything. Yeah. and and they all like, you know, certainly Americans, but they all like the tourists, the Jews that they come with all their heart. And so I, I strongly recommend take a two, three days, come for a nice vacation here in Shalim. Go and say, you know, come, come and dive in the hotel. Uh, you won't get such a beautiful opportunity. And, of course, please spend your money in Israel. You know, it's, it's, it's going for, for our country, for Israel, the, the Jewish nation. So I think it's a very nice idea, and I think you, you're doing something great. You probably don't make it here too often, right? No, actually Like no. a typical Israeli, right? Typical, you're you never know, here. When I came, I mean, I used to live in Belgium, right? So right. Every, every, I came here every Pesach <laughs> and every summer. I was there almost every day. But once you get to live here, you know, it's, uh, unfortunately, I'm saying, Hashem uh, Bagadnu, but this Yeah, is not to compare, <laughs> but I live a mile from the Statue of Liberty. I've never been there. <laughs> so not to compare situations, but I know that it's unusual. All right, you'll, ha- you'll do more for us coming up, and I appreciate that. Of course. Uh, one of your most popular songs is coming up. Ohad is here, everybody. Uh, we're on the porch of Aisha Torah and having a wonderful time. I want to thank everybody who has had a role in, um, in celebrating with us and in presenting today's show, including our friend Mr. A. Benda and Pomegranate, who have presented these three days of the Jewish Unity Initiative, I want to take this opportunity to thank Traveler's Choice, Devora and Yassi at 212-868-8698. I want to take this opportunity and thank Travel Cell, who are keeping us uh, connected to the U.S. through their phone rental service at TravelCell.com. I want to thank the Inbal Hotel, who again are serving as our home base here in Jerusalem. Thank you to the Inbal Big thank you to Mayor Kruder of Kruder Photography, who's with us. And the entire staff of Aisha Torah has been amazing. Look at the video at NahumSiegel.com, and you'll see exactly what I mean. More Ohad is coming up, and plenty more if you keep it here at JM in the AM.
Shalshelis Jr. here at JM in the AM. We're in Yerushalayim. It's the Jewish Unity Initiative tomorrow in Tel Aviv, Thursday in the Gush. A couple of special live lunches coming up as well, so make sure to keep it where you got it at jmnam.org and the Nachum Siegel Network and the NSN app all through the day. A lot of great things going on. I want to thank our staff, Miriam L. Wallach, ZK, Yoni Pollock, all here on the spot. I want to thank Jamie Turkel taking care of everything back in the United States. And um, we have we still have a full hour number three coming up, and Ohad is not leaving. He is sticking with us. Gershon Freistadt is leading our orchestra, which includes a Rummy Bosch. And uh, Ohad has uh, already told me that this next song, which he'll tell us in a moment uh, what it is, is going to be dedicated to uh, a very special person who has had a lot to do with what's going on this week. We have the video going? Ladies and gentlemen, one more time, from the roof of Aisha Torah, overlooking Harabai, let's hear it for Ohad. Okay, so the next song is called Lemelech from my last album. Please clap your hands. Please feel free, feel free, and this song is dedicated to Mr. A. Banda. Thank you for your support for this week. For everything you do for Yerushalayim, for Eretz Yisrael, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeshua, the Mirror, the Mirror, 
amazing. Great live performance. That's Ohad here on the uh, porch of Eishat Torah in the old city of Yushalayim, overlooking Harabayat. Pretty amazing, huh? Hour number two is set to be complete. Uh, we will uh, wrap things up. We're going to give Ohad a break. We're going to give him a break from the live music. Ohad, give me, um, give me a selection from your latest album that you would not do live here so we could wrap up the hour with it. What, should, what can I play that you would not do live today? Do everything live if you want. You would do Segula live? Oh, oh my. <laughs> I knew I'd get But yes. If you, you would want, do it live? I would do it live. Gershon, you mind? Can we wrap up the hour with Segula? No problem. And then we'll do Madua later on. Okay. This is, you, you were with me on the air. You were with me by phone right after Segula was released. And you explained that you had a feeling, Yossi Green either helped you write or wrote it, right? What no, Yossi Green wrote it. He I, wrote the song. We gave him the, the, the lyrics. Right. And Yossi Green wrote it on the spot. And you had the feeling as he was writing it that it would turn to some, I don't know, there was something extra special about it that you, that you, that you felt that could really reach people's hearts. Exactly, because I, when, I, when I approached Yossi, I said, I want something really old-fashioned, like right. the 70s, like, you know, the, the Adorabe song and Tanya, I mean... Those two songs, I had it, the vision when I saw these, the, the lyrics of Segula. And, and, you know, when Yossi wrote it, I just felt it. It's such beautiful words, and, and I just felt it, has, it. It was very special. Have you been asked to sing this live before this morning, before this afternoon? Of course. You have been. But never on the radio. Never on the radio. So now we get a chance. First radio show. Who should we dedicate this to? Who should we dedicate Segula to, everybody? Who should we dedicate it to? We should dedicate it to Jamie, since she's back in the United States. <laughs> All right, we'll dedicate it to Jamie. Says, says, oh, that's true, yeah. Oh, Segula! We should dedicate it to somebody who needs a Segula. There you go. <laughs> Do you know what, what, what is it the Segula for? Yeah, explain the song. Go ahead. Okay. So, 
Do you sometimes people, you know, they wake up in the morning and they do everything they can and they feel like there is like something that is breaking them, that it's that it's they struggle and they, they're really struggling to make it see things happen and it's like something breaks them. Right. So this Segula, if you say it three times and it's been proven already, um, something's open and you can achieve almost everything that you want. That's Segula. Where are these words? These words are from a, a mashgiach, I, f- now you, I, f- I forgot no his no problem. name, very famous uh, a rabbi, a uh, mashgiach, and he wrote this, uh, these words. Maybe Fadida will remind me. Fadida, do you know where the words come from, yes or no? Shalmiya milim. Shalmiya milim Yes. Rebchaim Is it written on the CD? Are the words on the CD? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. It's working. Segula, it's working. What does that mean? Okay. For everybody it works? Oh, you if you, you want, checked if it if out. If you want the funny story of it... <laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell you because his Hebrew is not so. Okay, but, okay, go ahead. Stay with me. Okay, he was in America in Los Angeles. Right. Yeah. Okay. So first, first of all, kids, if you listen, don't listen anymore. <laughs> okay. This has to so be. He was he was in Los Angeles driving this convertible car with a couple of friends, listening listening to my music. Right. And then he got a phone call from his boss, Shlomi uh, Rechnitz, that right. he needs to see him right now. So he makes an illegal U-turn <gasps> and just start, you know. Heading in that direction. Flying right. on the road, and then he hears the sirens of a police car right after him. So he has to pull over, and the friends who, who, who were with him in the car said to him, Listen, this is America. You're, you're finished. You're finished. It's done. So he says, Okay. And he starts saying, He starts saying it. And police officer comes, you know, with the whole thing, with uh, right. like the, the whole outfit, the whole outfit, like in America, like in yeah. the movies. I always laugh at it, you know. So it's a license and registrations, you know, and he gives them, and he's talk, talking in Hebrew. He says, "I'm anigamur achaltiota. There is no hope. I don't know what I'm going to do. All, all in Hebrew." And the policeman goes to his car and come back and hears hear, hear him talking in, 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 in Hebrew, and looks at him, and say, he's saying, in Hebrew, "Yesh lechamazal sa." This is the Segula working. <laughs> it really, really worked. Ohad next at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Today, live at the uh, porch of Aisha Torah overlooking Harabayat, and of course on the web at jmn.org and on the NSN app.
Pretty amazing, pretty amazing. It's called Segula, everybody, and it's the title track to his latest album. Our special guest joining us today, uh, helping to celebrate Jewish life here in Yerushalayim, is, of course, Ohad and this Rosh Chodesh Adar Aleph, wishing everybody a wonderful Rosh Chodesh. Mishanichnas Adar Marbim Besimcha. And this year we have an extra month of Adar, thank God. 
want to thank everybody at Aisha Torah who has been so amazing to us as we enter the final hour of our broadcast for today. Rabbi Yossi Friedman, Rabbi Steve Berg, Kobe Weinbaum, Rabbi Yehuda Weinberg, Rabbi Gabriel Kleinerman, Avigdor Elk, Bradley Martin. Thank you to everybody. And again, a big thank you to Mr. Abe Banda and everybody from Pomegranate in Brooklyn. When you walk into Pomegranate, make sure to thank Abe Banda because he is um, he's the one who took the plunge to present our three days of solidarity here in Israel. So please uh, make sure to thank him. It is well-deserved. More coming up, including the biggest Jewish Unity Initiative fan who's going to be joining us if you keep it right here at JM in the AM. Been a lot of places I've been all around the world Seen a lot of faces Never know where I was On the horizon Ooh, well I know, I know, I know, I know So I'll be rising Back home No, we won't forget Where we came from This city won't change us We beat through the same drum No, we won't forget where we came from The city won't change us We beat through the same drum Don't forget where you belong to commit to it. You say that it's hard standing still. Don't you know that I spend all my nights counting backwards the days till I'm home?
One of the great things about coming to Israel, we get to play some great songs about being in Israel, including that home from the Maccabees. Earlier uh, during this program, I mentioned that without a doubt, and we have a lot of wonderful fans for the Jewish Unity Initiative, a lot of very encouraging people who have, uh, who have been there to support us, to help us, and to uh, encourage us. But none more than Mr. Simon Jacob. And I had the opportunity this past Shabbos to spend Shabbos with him in West Orange, New Jersey. Actually with Dr. Joe. <laughs> Actually with Dr. Joe. I know, but Dr. So, Joe is 6,000 miles away, Simon. Yeah, <laughs> we were actually at Laurie and Dr. Joe Rosa yes, Zada, yes. but we both had the, both our families had the privilege of dining with them and enjoying Shabbat with them. Yep. Simon, the first time, and boy, oh boy, Miriam Wallach, you can help me go through this history. We mentioned to somebody, I think it was to Simon, we brought up this idea of going to Houston after the flood. Simon said, plan it and go. Brought up this idea of being in Stay Road during uh, Operation Protective Edge. Simon said, plan it and go. Thought of this idea of going to Fred's. <laughs> And not only did he say plan it and go, he said, like the other times, I will be planning it and going with you. Yes. Uh, and we really should give a shout-out to the whole West Orange community because they sent a lot of representatives to that. Rav Shabbat. Let's continue. Okay. And yes, then, Rabbi Shabbat. Rabbi and then, Shabbat, yeah, whatever that was. <laughs> uh, and then, oh, you mean the contingents? Well, Robert yeah. Ben-Ramon. Yes. Rabbi Shabbat. Right. Eitan. Yes. Um, Joe, Dr. Yep, Joe. Yep. Anybody I'm missing? No, I no, think we got them all. No, no rub in. And, fi- and finally, <laughs> and finally, uh, we tell Simon that uh, this trip has really quickly been put together, and Mr. Banda had great enthusiasm when he heard about it. It looks like on the 8th or 9th, whatever today is, of February, we're going to be in Israel, and Simon says, Thank you, I thank you, thank you, thank you, Mr. Banda. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm definitely, how could you miss That's being true. here? That's this is true. like the best place on earth. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. How can you not go to Pomegranate after this? Because yeah, that's true as well. He really, uh, he really came through. How could you? How could you look at NachumSiegel.com and see the view that we have in this incredible weather here in Yerushalayim in February and not be noticeably and rightfully jealous? It's really so, incredible. Just so that you know, Miriam, we're going to change the programming for next week so that the rest of this week, the rest of next week, is in Aretz. And we're not. You know, it's uh, funny. So Simon. Who's going to tell Stephen? By the way, Simon, <laughs> you ought to know said that on Shabbat. There may be people listening. On Shabbat, I think we were already walking. Maybe we were walking home after after um, Musaf. It was after Simon a lot sa- of wine and <laughs> Simon says please. to me, why don't you just stay? Because he knew that Stacy's going to be in Israel soon. Yeah. She says, no, why actually. don't you just stay and do an extra week from Israel? I think right. it's great. And so we will consider it. Okay. We will consider it that okay. next week we will be here as well. And um, we'll see what happens after that. <laughs> um, I'm afraid to look at my phone right now. It's <laughs> uh, one of those I times I wish my family's not listening. That's, why you, that's what you get for putting me on the air. Well, that, no, we get the opportunity to be, you know, to express <laughs> our hakara Uh So this is a good one. This is a good mission. This is t- twofold. This is uh, number one to express solidarity with our brothers and sisters in Israel. You know, Simon, you're back and forth to Israel all the time. You know, there've been some precarious and dangerous situations here. Thank God they're at a minimum, but obviously every one of them is very impactful on the Jewish people. Every time something happens in Israel, the pain of the collective Jewish world is felt. You know that. I mean, you, you yep. follow the news like anybody else does. 
And you're here so often. The, the more, the most appropriate comment is the comment that actually we were talking about this weekend. Um, the the woman in the hypercussion uh. made to you. Simon said to me on the way back from Shul. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. Yeah. On the way back from Shul, Simon says of every comment that was made to you in Paris. And I said to him, I think it was that woman in the supermarket. Remember the woman in the supermarket? Sure. Who really summed it all up about being Jewish and absolutely and feeling, you know, uh, what other and not being afraid and being. Remember, what, and and I love this part when she said, "I was the first person to be back here when it reopened," and that was it was such a big thing that's on so right. many different levels, you know. That's true. So anyway, uh, that's number one. Number two, and this is something that you could speak to. No, go ahead. Tourism. Yeah. We need more and more people coming to Israel on a regular basis. If they can't afford it, and believe me, there are a million people out there who just can't, at the drop of a hat, go to Israel, they should do what I, what I proposed earlier. 100%. Send a representative to the shul. Keep the connection going look, so that they feel it. Look, if you checked out trying to come to Israel a couple of years ago or last year and you said, wow... This, this, the amount to get on a plane now is just like out of sight. It's right. like fifteen, sixteen, eighteen hundred dollars to come, and now all of a sudden there's fares. I mean, please go look. There are all sorts of fares that are six hundred dollars. You know, six hundred and sixty dollars, even less than that. I mean, Simon and I have to have a talk after this show. <laughs> Unbelievable. He's finding six sixties. Yeah, yeah but with a stopover at the wedding that uh, David's heading out to tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you have to go through Moscow or whatever, but it's not. Oh, bad. that's true. By the way, no. if someone's willing to be adventurous, they really right. could save a lot of money. Correct. Just keeping amount. in mind that it Huge certainly takes a visa when you get into Moscow to be able to leave the airport. That's another story. Right. Yeah. But whatever. It's whatever. A, it, not, I would do it. it. Yeah, it's not that adventurous, but if, no. if people are you want, in? Are we doing that no, on the next trip? But I think it, no, it, no, no, yes, let's talk about yes, this. With yes. our radio station, no, but can we bring the Jewish Red Unity Square, Initiative no, to Red but, Square? But with our, amazing. but with our radio schedule, that's silliness. Then we end up missing shows. Who said we're missing shows? Yeah, end up missing stuff because you had stopovers. Simon. Simon. I can't believe this has to be done on the air. No, I, it doesn't I think have it to does. On the air, and and what happened? And what happens? We stop in Moscow and visit the Jewish community. Why yeah. not? Why can't we do JM and AM from Moscow? And then the next day go to Israel. Why not? What next day? That needs That night. That, that evening night, go to Israel. Yeah. Is it a direct flight? I don't know if it, it was a crazier idea 30 seconds ago. Right. It was a crazy Now it's totally <laughs> doable. Now it sounds crazy. One second, ZK. <laughs> Yoni is shaking his head. So down. one second. So Why not? So there must be somebody out there with connections to Moscow who wants to be a supporter of this trip. Why not? i got to call Robert Ben Ramon. I Moscow? Know, I know he's got connections. He, oh, he has connections he's got to connections Moscow. Connections Good. Everywhere. Great. Let us find the people in Moscow who want to fund this. That would right. be a great idea. That's incredible. There's it's a Jewish community. Let's go. You speak to Simon. You end up doing By the way, remember what you said you to me over Shabbat? Now I really don't want to look at my phone. Actually, I think I know somebody in the middle of Shabbat. Over Shabbat, Simon says to me, it was very interesting. We were having a whole talk about you know progressing with our network and all these initiatives that, thank God, we've been able to implement. He says, and I told him about my hesitation traveling now to Israel, the whole thing. You know, we were talking about it. Right. Just, you know, he says... You go to Israel because because every time you guys do anything, it opens up another door. And look at this. We're sitting here in Aretz, <laughs> and we're already on the Moscow and Jewish... And Stephen Wallach <laughs> is screaming at home, shut the door, shut the door! Already, the, 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 the Moscow Jewish Unity Initiative, it's unbelievable. I'm telling you, it just opens up. And, we, and we, we went Saturday night, as you know, to the Teaneck Doghouse. You wanted to be there, but you were busy, but you wanted yeah. to be there. Yeah, yeah we you were, he was ready to come here. He had to no, come get ready to No, it wasn't that. We had a commitment. There ah. was a whole... Uh, so it was a lot of okay. fun. You, no, we so had it was a whole a, program that night 
We had a whole program that night. In fact, oh, that's right. You had to work with Leora Teji. Right. We were right. meeting with Leora. Right. So, so Leora Teji does trump. Yeah, she trumps oh, kosher. She trumps kosher halftime show. But she's no, no, no. That's all right. I'm anyway, so we're sitting at the kosher halftime show. And our families are together there as it just had ended with Lipa. And someone walks over to us about doing a show for Yomat Smut. And I right. say to myself, Simon said just an hour before that right. every time well, you go to an event, take? it opens up another door to what something else. What does it take else? for us yeah. to do a JM and the AM for this? What is it? I mean, sitting on top of the roof in the sun. Oh. I mean, it's warm. It's just beautiful. It is. It's, it's amazing. As, as nice as it could possibly be in our arts. This you know, is Yerushalayim, the way we love it. I told Nachum before we came that there's going to be an Avirat Haaretz that's just going to overtake us. And let me tell you, exactly, Baruch Hashem is right. Meanwhile, I feel bad if anybody's shoveling back in New York. But yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, sorry about that. Get on a plane. Hey, am I allowed yeah. to tell the quick Simon Jacobs story about the shoveling? Yes or no? Am I allowed to say it on the air or not? Yes or no? Okay, I'm going to say it. One minute. I Friday think I night. that for bringing up something on the air. This is, I mean, Friday night, someone okay. shows up to Joe's house and says, we were away during the blizzard, 30 inches, and we were away during the blizzard. Uh, yeah. And and I and he lives right near Simon's brother's no, house. You're not to bring so this. now both houses. So now wait wait. So now both houses are completely destroyed by 30 uh, inches of snow. Right. Right. They come home. One from Florida. I forgot where the other was from. And the elves Florida. had been over. And, right. And, and the, everything was shoveled. Uh-huh. And the they said. Elves. And believe it or not, we think it was Simon who did it. I said, you know, that was something. I believe it. I believe <laughs> it was Simon who did it. I, I can guarantee you one thing. I didn't. You didn't do it yourself. One, <laughs> not once. All right, more coming up. Thank you, Mr. Simon Jacob. Never misses the Jewish Unity Initiative. Let's keep going, everybody. Ohad is coming back and plenty more from Yerushalayim here at JM in the AM. Kol kol mashenoten, hakadosh baruchu, hakol matana. Kol kol mashekore, anachno mekablin beemuna. Kol kol mashover, anachno mevarchim alto vealra. Kol kol madeavid rachmana, letavavid
Jewish Unity Initiative, live from Yerushalayim. Ohad's been spectacular so far today. I want to thank Gershon Freistadt of Rami Bash. Should we thank David Fadida? Okay, we'll thank David Fadida. <laughs> He's not tuned in, huh? Tomorrow, David Fadida says we'll have more great music. We'll be in Tel Aviv. Thursday, more great music from the uh, Pinachama in the Gush. Jewish Unity Initiative uh, wants to remind everybody that the Aish, our friends here at Aisha Torah, have a Gesher program. It's a gap year program. Aish Gesher program is a gap year program. Are there students here now from the program? So students come from all over. Anybody here from MTA? Anybody here from Hafter? Thank you, Ohad. Has Ohad ever played after? He's never been there. Anybody here from JEC? Anybody here from Valley Torah? And where are you guys from? Who did I miss? I miss any other schools? CABC? Where? London, England? Where else? Chicago, Illinois. Very nice. Toronto? Any? Royers? Very nice. So they have a gap year program here. Information, you contact Aish. want to remind everybody that Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn is hosting Schlock Rock on Sunday, February 21st, beginning at 12 noon. Tickets online at shomrei-torah.org. Shomrei-torah.org. What is today, Tuesday? <laughs> I can't. I'll tell you, I can't remember anymore. Uh, oh, don't forget that the uh, Shoot for Shalom basketball tournament is the 21st of uh, February at Hoop Group headquarters in Neptune, New Jersey. Uh, Shoot4Shalom.com. Shoot the number 4Shalom.com for information on that. Center for Jewish Life has their big uh, dinner Sunday, February the 21st. That's happening under the um, leadership of uh, Rabbi Kanelsky, um, Rabbi Yossi and Dina Kanelsky, honoring uh, the Silmans, the Chief of Police Bruce Hall from the Marlboro Police Department, and Man of the Year Leon Kleiner. Information at 732-316-7600, 732-316-7600. And the Maya Note Dinner is coming up. Uh, they're celebrating the 20th anniversary on Saturday night, March the 5th. I remind you that we will be broadcasting for Maya Note um, the 18th of February. 18th of February, that Thursday, we'll be broadcasting live from Maya Note. In fact, Ohad says that if he's in America, he's going to come perform there. 
if he's in America on the 18th of February. What? You're just obligated him. I know. <laughs> Why not? You're not in America the 18th, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but Oad says if he is there, he's stopping by my note to do a song or with two. Pleasure. Gershon's going to give him a couple of tracks, and he'll stop no, by. Gershon will come with me. Oh, Gershon's also sure, coming. Sure. So that's Thursday morning, very early in the morning on the 18th of February. Thursday morning. Thank you. <laughs> and I want to take this opportunity to uh, thank Rabbi Kanelski in Newark Airport. We were... Um, Wait, we weren't totally shocked because we knew that he hangs out there every single day. Uh, but when we got to Newark Airport yesterday, Rabbi Kanelsky uh, was uh, manning the Chabad station, uh, offering to put on tefillin and uh, do about 100 other mitzvahs with people uh, over in Newark Airport. It was nice to see. Did he post a picture of us, by the way? Did he end up posting a picture of me and ZK with him? I don't remember. Um, anyway, it was nice to see. And uh, after all the talk that we've had on the air about his work in Newark Airport, when people are traveling, it was great to see it in action. All right. Coming up on 8.30, JM in the AM, Ohad has a one more medley to do for us live as we wrap up our live music set for uh, this afternoon. David Fadida patiently awaiting. It looks like he's ready to schlep Ohad to some other event. <laughs> Where are you going? To a bar mitzvah wedding? Actually, we're going to a uh, hospital in Khan. You're serious? Yes. We're going to sing for a uh, um, very special lady who requested when I was in New York that they'll come and sing, so that's our, as we are in Yerushalayim. Kol HaKavod. Kol HaKavod. Now I know why David Fadida, he's anxious to get to that next mitzvah. Now I know why he's so anxious. Uh, and I thank, of course, Gershon Freistad and Avrami Bash, our orchestra today. Ohad says he's going to do the song Madua, uh, which was such a big hit in Paris uh, during the Jewish Unity concert, and uh, has been a very, very big hit in Israel and around the world, and then he'll go into a final selection for us. Uh, at JM in the AM. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Ohad at JM in the AM. So I thought Madua is the appropriate song for certainly where we stand here. It was composed by our friend Shlomo Yudha Rechnitz. And I think that what you're doing this week, Nachum, broadcasting for all the places that had major pigouim. And I think this song talks about this, about, you know, the feeling that we get of Madua, of why. And I want to dedicate it to David Fadida. Yeah. 
Thank you, Nachum Seeger. Bechon, bechon, da'ir, v'da'ir. Let's hear it for Ohad, everybody. Mishanich Nasad Dar Marbin Besimcha Ohad. Keep making people happy. Keep making people happy. And we're going to keep highlighting the beautiful things about Israel. Not worry about what the media keeps telling us about the negative things. We're only going to focus on all the positive and wonderful things that Israel has to offer. More coming up. It's JMNAM live from Asha Torah. We are overlooking Harabayat. Keep it right here at JM in the AM.
the AM, and um, that's Simcha Liner. I want to take this opportunity as we continue to celebrate Yerushalayim and celebrate Israel during our Jewish Unity Initiative to thank Mr. Abe Banda of Pomegranate, who has um, encouraged us in the very beginning of this project to get here and to do this type of programming. I want to thank Ohad and everybody who did such an amazing job with the live music as we celebrate Israel. I want to thank Mayor Kruder of Kruder Photography, who's with us. Traveler's Choice, Yassi and Devora at 212-868-8698 for all the travel arrangements. Travel Cell for all of our uh, phone contact with the U.S. Travelcell.com gives you the ability to rent phones and be in touch with everybody in the United States when you travel. Big thank you to the Inbal Hotel, our headquarters in Yerushalayim. Tomorrow we're in Tel Aviv. Thursday we're in the Gush. And I thank all of you for tuning in. Aisha Torah has been amazing. A big thank you to their entire staff, Rabbi Yossi Friedman, Rabbi Steve Berg, Kobe Weinbaum, Rabbi Yehuda Weinberg, Rabbi Gabriel Kleinerman, Avigdor Elk, Bradley Martin. Thank you to everybody. Rabbi David Rossman. Thank you to everybody who's been so wonderful here at Aisha Torah in providing us this space and for making this such an incredible day. Jewish Unity Initiative, day one of our three days. More coming up. Here's Baruch Levine at JM in the AM.
in the AM. That's Maishi Menlowitz and Company off of the Sheer Double Album. You heard Baruch Levine before that. Wrapping things up in the old city of Jerusalem, it's the Jewish Unity Initiative. With a big thank you to Mr. Abe Band and everybody from Pomegranate. Keep it there, ZK. Thank you. Big thank you to our entire staff. Thank you, staff. Stan back in our studio in Jersey City. Um, ZK, our chief engineer here on the spot. Miriam L. Wallach, Yoni Pollock, uh, Elon Katz. Um, who am I forgetting? Jamie, Jamie Turkel back in the United States. Taking care of our social media and so many other things. Big thank you to Avrami, who's taking care of our archiving and a million other things. Uh, the great Avrami Finkelstein. And to our entire staff, it's much appreciated. Thank you again to Mayor Kruder of Kruder Photography, who's been snapping away here during the live performance of OHOT and all our other happenings this um, Tuesday afternoon in Yerushalayim, a beautiful Tuesday in Yerushalayim. Thank you to Devorah and Yassi at Traveler's Choice at 212-868-8698. Thank you, Travel Cell, for keeping us connected back here. Travelcell.com gives you the information about renting phones for Israel and other countries. And thank you to the Inbal Hotel being our home base here in the city of Yerushalayim. It's much appreciated. A big thank you to everybody at Aisha Torah. Couldn't have done it without you, that's for sure. We said you'd be a welcoming, we heard you'd be a welcoming staff. We never thought anybody could be this welcoming. So thank you very, very much, everybody at Aisha Torah, for uh, joining us, for inspiring us, and for hosting us. It's much appreciated. See Landsbaum in this version of Yushalayim Shel Zahab will wrap things up as we continue on a Tuesday morning at JM in the AM. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, broadcasting today from the porch of Aisha Torah in Yerushalayim, day one of our Jewish Unity Initiative. Could not have been more spectacular. 
around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course, on the NSN app. Wraps up this amazing day one of Jewish Unity Initiative, number day number one here in uh, in Israel. Tomorrow, live from Tel Aviv, more great musical guests. Thursday, live from the Gush, more great musical guests. And a live lunch today will be interesting. We have to do live lunch from the Inbal Hotel later on. Hopefully that will go well. That will start about 11 a.m. Eastern time on the stream at jmnam.org and, of course, on the NSN app. Enjoy your Rosh Chodesh Adar 1. Mishanichnas Adar Marvin B'Simcha. We should continue to have amazing Simcha together. And we should continue to bring the Jewish Unity Initiative everywhere it is needed. Have a fabulous Tuesday and happy Rosh Chodesh. Till tomorrow, Nachum Single reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.